There's been an increase in mental health visits, especially among teenagers during the pandemic. It's reached a crisis point for some as feelings of isolation become overwhelming. WBEZ's Susie Ahn reports. At the beginning of the school year, Paige Gagerman was highly motivated. The Deerfield High School junior got dressed each day and set herself up at her desk or the kitchen. But now, remote learning is really wearing her down. I think that all the hope and all the life has just been drained out of me and my peers. Before the pandemic, Paige played two sports and was part of a number of clubs at school. Now, she does a few activities online, but she mostly stays in bed, not bothering to turn on the lights for class, not bothering to change her clothes for days. It's really defeating. Like, sometimes I'll stay up for hours during the night, anxious about the homework I couldn't do or about the fact that I just, I don't know what to do with all these thoughts. Like, it keeps me up at night. She thinks sometimes teachers misinterpret the hopelessness for laziness, which adds more anxiety. Paige is looking forward to meeting with a therapist soon, a first for her. She thinks going back to school would be a major boost to her mental health. Paige's experience has become more common for teens. For kids between 12 to 17 years old, mental health-related doctor visits increased about 31% compared to last year, according to the Centers for Disease Control. The CDC also finds there's been an increase of children going to the emergency room for mental health crises. We probably see more mental health visits than we do sick visits. That's Evanston pediatrician Valerie Kimball. For younger children, she's seeing regressive behavior, like losing their toilet training. And across age groups, more patients are gaining significant amounts of weight. She says she's having to make more referrals to mental health specialists and prescribe more antidepressants. Kimball says a common thread in these cases is continuous remote learning. She says while kids are resilient, this is pushing the limits. So it's not just a matter of, oh, well, they're just going to have to wait it out. They're going to have to be resilient. They're going to have to be patient. Their brain is unequipped to do those kind of things. And now we're getting to the point where it's become unhealthy. Kimball says the damage of staying remote outweighs the risk of going back to school. She's part of a group of parents and medical professionals calling for schools in Evanston to open for at least some form of in-person learning. Teen mental health has become a big part of families' push for schools to reopen across the region. In January, a student at Glenbrook North High School died in an apparent suicide. The student's family told reporters they believe the isolation of the pandemic played a part. Peggy Kubert is with Erica's Lighthouse, an organization that specializes in depression education programs. She says teens in both remote and in-person school settings are in pain. There's real grief going on, whether it's because you have, as a family, been impacted directly by covid Erica's Lighthouse as an organization has no stance on whether schools should reopen. Kubert says there are kids who are actually doing really well in the remote environment, but she recognizes the challenge school workers have had in identifying struggling students during the pandemic. Somebody might be able to identify that this kid is is struggling. And without that face-to-face, that's why we're seeing this this jump in the emergency room referrals for mental health because kids are not getting this early identification. Erica's Lighthouse offers free mental health programs for schools, and Kubert says there's been a significant increase in schools, both in-person and remote, signing up during the pandemic. She cautions that going back to in-person school or the end of the pandemic won't solve all the problems. Next September, and we're all back together again. It's still safe to start talking about, I'm still not feeling rooted. I'm still not feeling safe. Kids will still have mental health issues. 
Kubert says schools should be okay with supporting student mental health as much as they push academics. Susie on WBEZ News.